At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, Lombardi Line Week 12 College Football. I'm Patrick Maher live from the VSIN studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi hanging out in Atlantic City at the Borgata. So you've got the conference championship races, the college football races. We've got everything right now as we head towards. Uh, bowl season here in college football, Michael. The big ones today, Michigan State at the Shoe and Ohio State. That's a 7-4 matchup, of course. You've got Alabama and Arkansas. You've got Utah hosting number three, Oregon. And then how about a team that's kind of lurking on the outside? We just showed you the graphic there as far as the college football playoff committee. And Notre Dame sitting eight, okay? Mm-hmm. This is a team that's won at least 10 games the last four seasons. Brian Kelly has done a hell of a job there. And they're taking on a Georgia Tech team that is, frankly, not very good. Uh, last right. time Georgia Tech won a football game, they eked one out against, what was it, Duke? And Duke is uh, terrible. So, listen, this is, uh, this is a spot here for Notre Dame to stay alive in the picture. And Notre Dame's laying 17-and-a-half, 18 off the 15-and-a-half opener. Yeah, I mean, look, Notre Dame has, has improved. I think as you see the season go on and on, they have gotten better. Their offensive line has improved. Their defense has improved. I think in every area they have improved. And so it's Brian Kelly's done a great job of, of and that's what you got to have as a coach, right? you got to have that improvement every single game. And so, you know, if they played Cincinnati again, I think it would be a different game, right? I think, I'm think i not saying Cincinnati couldn't beat them, but I think it would be a different game. And, and I think they've improved defensively the last two games. They've only given up nine points. They've played Navy. 
Virginia didn't have half their team because of COVID, and so that was an easy game. So, look, Virginia Tech's three and seven. They should come in here. Notre Dame offensively, they're scoring a lot of points. They're 14th in the country in points scored. You know, they don't run the ball like typically we're used to a Brian Kelly team, but they, you know, they kind of find a way to win. And I think defensively is really where they've made the most improvement. I mean, they are 17th in the country in relative scoring. A lot of that is the level of competition who they're playing. But give them credit. I mean, this has been a, an impressive run since they lost to Cincinnati. Yeah, Notre Dame has won 40 straight against unranked teams. Don't expect that. We excuse me. Do expect that to continue, continue today. The only question is, do they cover? Final home game of the year for Notre Dame. It's interesting. So since their Week Five loss to Cincinnati, a, a three-point win at Virginia Tech, ten-point escape at North Carolina, then against USC and Navy. Uh, some big-time dominant home wins, and then a 28-3 yeah. beating of Virginia in Charlottesville last week. All right, let's go through it, though, right? They beat a 5-5 five and five Virginia Tech team by 3. They beat a 4-5 and five South Carolina team by 15. They beat a 5-5 five and five North Carolina team by 10. They beat a 2-7 and seven Navy team uh, by 28, right? So, you know, and then last week they beat Virginia – who was six and four, but didn't have half their team, and they win 28-23. They win by 25. You know, if Cincinnati would have had that that look to them, they would probably have gone down the rankings, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, yes. I mean, <laughs> I mean if they if honest. they were to play again, if if Cincinnati and Notre Dame, let's call it neutral, if they were to play again, what would the Lombardi line be? Uh, if since I would say Cincinnati would still be favored. Because they have Desmond Ryder, and they can, look, Notre Dame total defense is still 52nd in the country. You know, they're still not a great, they're 41st run defense in the country. They still don't play great defense. I mean, they play against lesser teams, and it looks like they're playing better defense. But I don't think they're an elite defense. And when you go against a good quarterback, and I think Ryder's a really good quarterback. I think he is good. I think he makes some mistakes, but I think he's a good quarterback. I think that's going to be, that would be a challenge for him. Do you know... Here's a little trivia. Do you know the most heavily bet game on the board today in college football? I, I don't, and typically I always look at that. I always look at that for NFL and that. I have an NFL nugget I want to talk about at the end of this block. Okay. But go ahead. Tell me. Uh, I think this is going to surprise you. Let's go to West Virginia, Texas in town. Texas-West uh, Virginia I, I is the most it. heavily bet game on the I board. Love it. And by the way, West Virginia is jumping, open two. They're up to two and a half. Texas is a disaster. Get the buyout and ready for some. Oh, they won't cut. They won't get. They won't cut their losses. Because of pride, really but he can't. I mean, come on. He's never had a defense. He's. he's ne I mean, everywhere this guy's been, he's never been. A, I mean, at Washington, at USC, they've never been able to fix the defense. Nope. The teams are soft. You know, everybody gets caught up with their play call. Oh, he's a great play caller. He's a great play caller. Look, I don't understand the love. I'll tell you another. Co I don't understand the love for is Jimbo Fisher. I think Jimbo Fisher's a good coach. Do I think he's an elite coach? I think he's no. I mean, what has he bit one? I mean, though, other than the one's Florida State year, he's at A and M. They they shouldn't go and lose to some of the teams they've lost to. They shouldn't. I mean, A and M is a legitimate, a legitimate top ten program every single year. Ask Jackie Sherrill. This is a great program in Texas. You know, and so like some of these guys, they get these reps that they're these great, great, great college coaches. I, I don't see it. You know, and Lane's, uh, excuse me, Sark's one of these guys. Great play call. Sark's play calling's brilliant. How about his defense? They're soft. They, they they're not very good. I think West Virginia, especially playing at home, will punch him right in the mouth. 
I'd like to officially welcome Steve Sarkeesian and Jimbo Fisher to the Terror Dome. Fellas, you are now a part of it. Now, Texas. I mean, I mean, at some point, okay, look, you could say Lombardi, you're full of it, right? All right, great. Show me when they've been great. Show me when they beat great teams. Isn't that part of being great? Like, show me when I watch their tape that, oh, my God, that's really good. Wow. That's, I, I, look, calling plays is different than being a head coach. Let's just put that in perspective. Calling plays is different than being a head coach. I think it's one of Lincoln Riley's biggest problems. I think Lincoln Riley, even though with Alex Grinch there, I think they've gotten better defensively. But understanding how to incorporate three areas of the game, when he has to play against the upper echelon teams and play complementary football, I think he's a little bit short. I think he's learning, but I think he's a little bit short. These guys, these other ones, they're called play callers. And if you thought Oregon's loss at Stanford was the worst loss in college football this year, no, I can one-up you. Texas just lost at home to Kansas last week. Yeah, I said it. They've lost five. They just lost at home to Kansas. That's completely how inexcusable. How do you do that, Patrick? I mean, you, I mean, I don't care how bad Texas play, how bad you are. How does Texas lose to Kansas? Because Leipold's how a better coach than Sarkeesian. The kid that's coaching over at Kansas is a better coach. He's just not a name. I, I mean, you know, they, they, they lose 30. Here's their losing streak. They, they have the Oklahoma game. I mean, think about where they were at this season. I mean, they're, they're winning the Oklahoma game, and they, and they lose the big lead in that game. They come back against Baylor and lose by a touchdown. And then from there, it's gotten worse. They get killed by Iowa State and Kansas. I mean, where's the bounce back? You don't. How do you bounce back from Kansas? Well, the betters don't believe they're going to bounce back because the betters right now, take a look at your screen. They're betting West Virginia. It's up to two and a half. And it's not the same West Virginia stingy defense that it was last year. And, yes, I know the offense is inconsistent. Uh, but this is it's a really emotionally a tough spot for Texas. I mean, the University of Texas in Austin is the 107th ranked scoring defense in college football. Okay. They are 106th in total defense. They are 114th in rushing defense. Okay? They are, 100, uh, they are 70th in pass defense. I mean, they are yards per play. They are 105th. That, you're either coaching it or allowing it to happen. Okay? That ain't because you don't have enough players. That's just not. I'm sorry. That's not. You're at the University of Texas. You should be able to do that. You should be at least in the seven, not in the hundreds. This is you're you're, you're in that 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 UMass zone here, and they're flush with cash. They got Lombardi cash down at Texas. My gosh, they can't they can't spend all their money. Well, they spent all it on the wrong coaches. They need to get a hold of I, you. I, I think they spend. I think the problem is. The high school football in Texas, they get kids, they feel like the, the kids are entitled. They don't really, you've got to have a really tough program. You've got to be able to, to change those five-star kids into tough-minded kids. I think that's the essence of the Texas job. And then the other essence of the Texas job is the ability to say, you may be a five-star, but you're not a talented player. I'm going to take this three-star kid who I think should be a five-star. I think it takes the, you know, everybody talks about recruiting. We got to recruit better. We got to recruit. You got to evaluate better. It's evaluation, not recruiting. Mac Brown, where have you gone? 
Mac Brown, Charlie Strong. Where, I mean, it's just not. Where uh, have you gone, Mac Brown? Yes. No, no, no. Don't don't I, stop. I, I'm going to get to hey, the NFL I'm nugget, hearing, but if you're going to sing, go ahead, Dean, I, I'm Dean hearing, Martin. You know, uh, everybody's worried about Lamar Jackson. He doesn't have COVID, right? But I, apparently, I think a lot of this Raven team has got some kind of cold, not COVID-related. It's going to be interesting in Chicago. That's Let's what I'm take hearing. a look at the number because that number was going Chicago's way based on what you're and saying. And then it went back the other way. I know. Remember, we saw it drop down to four and a half, open six. I know. So I'm pulling up the number right now. But you're hearing Baltimore potentially. It's, is that, is that Lamar, a stale number or is that good? That's six. Uh, we have six. And, yes, it's back up to six everywhere. That must be because Lamar is going to play, but there's some illness going through the locker room. Is I think there is. Me. I think that, yeah, I think there is a lot of, you know. So this is, remember a couple years ago when, when the Patriots went down to Houston and got beat? They had to take two planes because half the team was sick. Yeah. I think a lot of players on Baltimore have, have got some kind of cold, not COVID, but I think that's, that, that's the issue here. So but Lamar is going to play. And that's why you saw the number jump back up from that four and a half, five, all the way up to six. But there's a, there's a bigger story here. I mean, as of right now, as of right now, he's going to play. I mean, I think they feel like he will play, yes. I don't think you could say anything definite in this COVID world. Texas, USC, LSU, rank those jobs in college football. Texas, LSU, L LSU USC. LSU, USC, Texas. Texas got a lot of cash, man. Good recruiting yeah, as well. LSU, LSU's, LSU's got high school. That high school, there's a lot of tough players there now. Don't underestimate it now. They love it. They love okay. football in LSU. And some of those recruits uh, probably not going to end up in the basement, which is where, where we're going next. Michael Lombardi's basement next here on the Lombardi line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. 
and I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, thank you, Brent. Express Bet, First Bet wants you to get in all the horse racing action. It continues, so new customers get 10 bucks instantly and up to $1,000 in bonuses. Promo code VEGAS1000. First.com slash guide. The easiest way to get all our horse racing information is go to vsin.com slash horses. Okay. We head to the basement now here with Michael Lombardi. It is the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. I'm Patrick Maher. He is Michael Lombardi hanging out at the Borgata. Is it starting to get busy over there at the Borgata? Yeah, we're going to have a good day here today, Patrick. I think it's going to be a nice day here at the Borgata. A lot of things going on. you got college basketball, pro basketball. Did you see the numbers of the, of the casinos here in the state of New Jersey? I mean... It's incredible how people have just kind of just gravitated towards this whole betting market and what's happening here, especially in the great state of New Jersey and, and others. So it's been, and, you know, we used to be a, you know, Atlantic City was just a summer destination, but, uh, you know, a lot of it has changed. I mean, the amount of money these casinos are making in December in, in cold weather months is really somewhat remarkable. And, and, and still the problem is, you know, there's two huge hotels attached to this building. And because they're so limited in the workforce, they can't give, they can't rent all the rooms out. The demand for rooms far exceeds the rooms they're allowed to rent because they can't clean the rooms quick enough. Yeah, the New Jersey handle, I guess the best way to put it, every single dollar in New Jersey has been bet on sports wagering. I mean, it's, <laughs> it is, it is a, an insane, it's an insatiable appetite there for sports wagering. Either somebody's having a great Christmas or somebody's having a terrible Christmas in Jersey well, is the best way to put yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody's having a great Christmas. I mean, I think the, the highway's jammed with a lot of broken heroes down here. There are a lot of people coming down here to, to play, you know. it's It's been fun. I mean, and, and I think this is now we are at, you know, we're in week 12 in college, but we've got college basketball. We've got the NBA. People are still betting on. We've got all those things. There's my man Randy over there. He's just, he's going to kill it today. I'm sure he's, he's moving lines all over the place. Shout, shout to Randy. 
who made Randy's going to move lots. Randy's amazing. Randy's a guy. I just met Randy here at the book. It comes up. We talk. And then he knows the guy that I went to college with. I mean, it's like it's a small world. It's unbelievable. It's just it's amazing. Six degrees of Michael Lombardi. Let's go to the basement. Of separation. Yeah, let's do it. Let's it, see what we got here. It, Vandy, it, we got 36 and a half. Are you going to take it with Lane Kiffin? What are you going to do here with my Vandy? Well, I feel bad for Clark Lee. I think Clark Lee will get this turned around, but it's going to take some time, right? You know? Do you think it's odd that we have kind of quieted as far as any of the Lane uh, conversation moving on? Well, I, I think Lane wants the Miami job. I think he'd love that if that, op if that opened up and, and, Ma and Mario Cristobal can't get his payout. I mean, it's a huge payout at Oregon if he wants to leave. I think December is going to be a crazy, crazy month in college football head coaching openings. I think it's going to be insane. I just got a text when Jick Jack was on because he brings in a national audience. I got a text from an LSU booster that they think it's going to be Billy O'Brien at LSU. Well, he went to rehab with uh, your boy Nick Saban. Nick Saban rehabbed Sarkeesian. Nick Saban rehabbed Loxley. Nick Saban rehabbed Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien, I mean, you could say whatever you want. Bill O'Brien might not have been a great general manager, but Bill O'Brien won a lot of games in Houston. I mean, he won a lot of games. Trust me, that, that would be a lot worse decisions you could make at LSU if Bill O'Brien, he get the quarterback to play well. I mean, he won at, L, he won at Houston. I, I mean, nobody wants to give him credit. It's a, you know it's a little bit like Mac Jones you know he doesn't throw the ball down the field nobody wants to give him credit for that you know even though you know you see him throw the ball nobody wants to give him credit anyway we're back to the base yeah but just quickly on Bill O'Brien if you do invite him over for the holidays you got to be careful because he has a potty mouth <laughs> so we all do I, mean, <laughs> I just got a text I just got a text from a buddy who was listening to my podcast in the car and his son said uh, you know why does he curse so much and I'm like oh gosh that's I'm sorry it's why a valid no, question. No, no, no. That's a valid question. question. Uh, nine, nine, Kansas. You are a grandfather. Nine, Kansas. Open catching. I, I mean, I had to keep them in the basement. I mean, the numbers. I mean, look at this number, the Kansas. Uh, I mean, you, when you sit there and you examine them, I mean, 22. They're 22-point dog. After upsetting Texas, they come back to be a 22-point dog. I, I, I might lean to taking TCU here. TCU's played better since the coaching change. And, and I got to think that Kansas' season was that win. I mean, you nailed it. They're two and eight overall. They're two seven and one ATS, and they just beat Texas. They, I mean, <laughs> it's, I mean so it's basketball season in Lawrence oh. now. Let's just start talking Rock about basketball. Where's yeah. Bill Self yeah. when you need him? All right, next up in the basement, Michael's basement here. Rice, your boys, the Owls coming uh, in eight. I mean, look, and they and UTEP, UTEP could be in the basement too. I mean, we could have put UTEP in there, but you know, they're only eight and a half point dogs here. I, I stay away from these games because these are two bad teams. Maybe they're going to go over the three and seven, two and eight against the spread, but the over might be in play here. Two bad teams going at each other. I don't like to I don't like to play either side, but the over might be. Okay, number seven. As we get deeper into the basement, Michael, New Mexico. They're <laughs> catching 27 and a half against Boise. I mean, does New Mexico not always does does, does their season always have a two next to it? I mean, Boise State has bounced back. You know, and, and Lobos are 4-1 and one against the spread in their last five meetings in Boise. So that gives you some sense of comfort. Do they have anything left? I mean, they've taken a beating pretty much most of the year. I, that's a lot of points, Patrick. Uh, yeah. Also, New Mexico, they're sitting 1-9 ATS this year. So be careful. Be careful. Yeah, be careful. Be really careful. Number six, Temple. Open 22, catching it at Tulsa. Well, I think this is one of those where, you know, what's the over-under in this game? 51. 
51. I, I think there's some people on the under here. I don't think Temple will score very many points. Temple's having it. There's one and six against the spread. Uh, you know, that upset against Memphis State caught me off guard. I mean, I had that Memphis State was up 14 to nothing early in that game. I lean towards taking Tulsa and laying the points. I like the under in this game. Okay, next up, we stay in the great state of New Mexico. New Mexico State, the state school well, I mean, catching just, 36. They just, they just got the shellac, right? I mean, like, where are we going now? You know, they're just collecting paychecks around the country. But is Kentucky 36 points better than anybody? I love Kentucky, but don't you just rest your guys after you get ahead in this game, right? You would think so. They're one and nine. By the way, it's New Mexico State six and four ATS this year. They're one and nine overall. But you know they've been if, reasonable. I, I mean, I think you got to. I think if you want to play it, you got to take the points. I don't think you take the Kentucky side. They can take the Mexico. You take the the, the 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 that side there. They're the Lobos, right? Aren't they the Lobos? Yeah, and Stoops. By the way, conversation about Stoops in Kentucky. I, I think he stays, but his name has been bantied about as well. That's right. They're the Aggies. Thank you, Stephen. Aggies. Bond. Good job, uh, Stephen. The Lobos are New Mexico. Yeah, I got my, I got my, I got my directional. Uh, yeah, uh, I, Stoops. I mean, look, he's he's done a great job at Kentucky. He really has. He's he, done a great job at Kentucky. I don't know what job he would would. Is Virginia Tech better than Kentucky? Yes. I mean, Virginia Tech's a better job because you've got a chance to get. You know, the ACC's down, whereas Kentucky, you're always right. fighting uphill. That's exactly right. So next up, we got a Mac attack on a Saturday. Your boy's uh, Akron. I mean, what would the bottom without be Akron? My Akron zips. I mean, what would be out of it? And they're, they're 13 and a half point dogs to Kent State. And, they're, and by the way, Akron's at home. How about the, <laughs> Akron's at I home? I don't care where Akron is. I mean, they're 17 and 16 against the spread in the last 53 games. And are at your own risk. This year they're five and five. They're improving this program a little bit. I mean, remember Akron used to be clearly the bottom team two years ago. We were making money on Akron. We're not making any money on Akron anymore. Mm -mm. Number three, Florida International. They're hosting North Texas. North Texas well, is lane ten. Well, look, this is the, the we Butch Davis wasn't going to go quietly, right? Your boy. Butch. And they said, <laughs> and Butch said they said this is Butch's. They, they said Butch, it's over with. So I think this is one of those you might want to play North Texas. These games go either way. They, they win one for the Gipper because the Gipper's on the way out, or they just say, Gipper, we can't wait for you to get out of here, right? And they go down. So I, I, I lean towards North Texas State here in the points. Shot to the Gipper. Massachusetts at Army today. Army's Lane Wood, 37, 37 and a half here. I with mean, UMass. UMass, is, UMass is looking for a coach. I mean, Army's a hard team to play. I think I might take. I mean, I think I might take Army and lay the points here, because I mean they're hard to play. Even though Army doesn't score, Stephen Baum, what's the over in this game? I bet it can't be more than 54. I'll right? tell you I right mean, now, the total is 56. 56. Okay. I think the under in Army might be the play here. UMass is looking for a coach. Don't think Don Brown might not take that job. The the defense coordinator, who's always been talked about as UMass head coach, he's from the area. UMass is looking for a head coach. At the bottom of the basement, they found a head coach. Connecticut, they got themselves a coach with Mora Jr. Connecticut's at Central Florida today. Central's lane Gussie. 30 and a half. We got the Gus bus. I, yeah. I think I might take it. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, the Huskies are four and five against the spread this year. I mean, they're one and nine overall, but they compete. And I think Mora being in the building, I think it's kind of helped. And plus they're down in Florida. I'm sure he's going to recruit. I might take UConn here, but they're still the worst team in college football. You think Moore is going to uh, – he can recruit. One thing, and you know, you, you know I mean, he recruited his ass it. off at UCLA. I mean, he'll work at it. He'll work at it. He'll recruit. Getting the right staff is going to be hard. 
having the staff come in and being able to have some continuity will be hard. He's going to have to coach the coaches. And you know what? We slept on last We were talking about uh, guys in New Mexico. Brian Erlocker. I'm sure. Remember right. we were talking about that last week? That's right. Yeah. Did, yeah, Brian Hyatt from Texas, uh, from the great local radio announcer, he mentioned he, he texted me that right away. Thank you for that help. Okay, coming up next. We get a lot of help on this show. We do. We get a lot of we, help. We appreciate it, no doubt. Coming up next, more My help. Man. Thomas Gable, TGZ, joins us. He runs the, the racing house. sports book at the Borgata. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, we got you covered for Black Friday and it's early. VSEN Black Friday offer is here right now when you sign up for 99 bucks. It's the mid-season special for football through the Super Bowl. You get everything. College Pro, everything. Kitchen sink plus the free picks emailed to you daily. And then when you sign up today, vsin.com slash subscribe, you're going to get 20 bucks in credit to, to spend at the vsin store. You see Brent's shirt right there. You see the hat. $20 free to spend when you sign up for the $99 midseason football special. It's a limited time offer, so make sure you get there right now. vsin.com slash subscribe. It's vsin.com slash subscribe. We head out to the Borgata here on the Lombardi line and say hi to Michael. And next to him will be Thomas Gable, our buddy, who runs the race and sportsbook. Yeah, it's great to see you, Thomas. How are you? Doing well, guys. Doing well. Thank you. Busy day. Always. Uh, Saturdays are always busy, especially in, in this month when you have so much stuff going on. Is there MMA tonight, too? There's a, I, yes, there's a UFC card. I believe it's on ESPN+. Plus. Wow. Not a pay-per-view, but yeah, on wow. ESPN+. Plus, so uh, so there's, all the, there's a combination of everything. College basketball, pro basketball, fighting, you know, the college football. It's uh, hockey. Hockey, yeah. Oh, man. Wow, you're a busy man. What is the most heavily bet game, college football-wise, on the board at the Borgata right now? This uh, Michigan State-Ohio State game this is a, has the most tickets on it by really? far. Yeah, um, And it's uh, your Michigan State uh, Spartans there, Patrick, that are, are taking you. the majority of the tickets here. So, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I know you talked a little bit about pace earlier right. w when you were looking at this game. It equated to a slow-paced team against an up-tempo team in basketball and who kind of adapts to who. So we know Michigan State will be relying heavily on Kenneth Walker III. They'll need that offensive line to really control the line of scrimmage. So even if you limit the amount of time the Ohio State offense is on the field and you control time and possession, the problem is going to be keeping the Buckeyes off the scoreboard here. Right, that's right. Uh, Michigan State, they have one of the worst pass defenses yep. in the country when you look at amount of yards uh, total that they surrender. Now, they're only giving up 22.5 points uh, per game. And they, they give up those yards underneath, and then they seem to tighten up in the red zone. And they were able to do that against Penn State and Nebraska and, and, and Oregon. Uh, but the team's 9-1 and one this year, and you say to yourself, it's hard to point one particular thing that they're great at. So you wonder sometimes how they've gotten to this point. But they play tough. They believe in themselves. I'm just not sure that they're going to be able to limit the number of points that Ohio State puts up here, even if they're controlling the clock. Yeah, I, I think time possession is the most overrated stat if you don't score. It's time of possession plus scoring. It's not time of possession as a standalone right. stat. And I think that's what Thomas's point is. And that's where we tend to get confused. Well, controlling the ball is wonderful, 
But if you don't get it in the basket, remember those games you do. Remember when Penn used to play the four-corner offense in basketball in the Big Five, and they would just delay it, and, you know, and, and the scores would be in the 20s, and, you know, they would try to do it. It, it. it works if you score. It doesn't work if you control the clock and you don't score. SMU Cincinnati, this one's interesting. You opened where and where are you sitting there in Cincinnati? So we've already seen the line move to SMU in this uh, from the opener. We opened at 12. Now it's down to 10 currently. And the Bearcats still undefeated. Uh, really just that one big win against uh, Notre Dame this year. Other And other than Temple, they really aren't really blowing out opponents either. Last two games, they've had six turnovers. Now face this SMU team that can move the ball through the air. They lead the American Athletic Conference in total offense. Concern here for SMU will be if their offensive line can hold up. They give up a lot of sacks. This could be another long day for them, as you really expect Cincinnati to get pressure on the quarterback. And uh, Bearcats quarterback Desmond Ritter, 2-0 against SMU as a starter, including a career-high 352 yards and two TDs as a freshman back in 2018. And with a win here, the Bearcats will be in the American Athletic Conference championship game there on December 4th. I'm just not sure. That, uh, I know you kind of lean SMU on that. I one, do. Right? I think it's a little bit long, but I think your your breakdown is exactly the way I see it. I mean, it, the, if if Cincinnati's defense creates turnovers, which they're outstanding at doing, yep. and they can do that, and they play great pass defense, which is what SMU has to do is throw the ball. I think the immovable object against the, it will be the Cincinnati's defense, and they'll create some turnovers, and that may get them. And then I like Ryder. I, I, I'm going to go with the better quarterback in the game. I think he's a really good player. I don't think he gets enough publicity. I think he's outstanding. I, I'm going to go with them. I, I just think the line should be a little tighter. I think they'll win, but I think that 11-10, as I could see it coming down, I thought it was a little too much. Yeah. Let's head to Norman, Oklahoma, coming off the loss, hosting Iowa State. Thomas, what do you got? So this game... You've already seen some influential money hit the market here and took Iowa State uh, driving this number down to three and a half where it's currently sitting. Uh, Oklahoma's coming off that loss uh, against Baylor last week. They have a date with Oklahoma State looming. Uh, they only managed 260 yards of total offense against Baylor. Uh, Club Willi Caleb Williams making some serious mistakes there to the point where we saw Spencer Rattler in for two series in the second half. Oklahoma is going to have to execute some short intermediate passes against this Iowa State defense, try to get Williams running the ball. The keys for Ohio State, Iowa State here will be well-timed blitzes, keeping Williams off balance, not let him throw the, field down, throw the ball downfield consistently. Uh, this is a game where you're seeing the public jump in here on Oklahoma right now after the respective money already got their number that they wanted on Iowa State earlier in the week. Did take a $100,000 money line bet on Iowa State, and that was at plus 135. I always worry, Patrick, wow. about Iowa State on the road. I think their defense, when they play on a faster track, isn't quite the same as when they play at home on that sloppy field. And, you know, this is uh, Iowa State's been, you know, obviously six and four straight up against the spread, but to me, you know, if, if Oklahoma is, and I think Thomas is right, Williams has got to play better. I don't think going to Spencer Rattler is the right thing. I think Williams, this is a big game for Lincoln Riley and for Williams. Plus, as you know, at Ames, it's like the Chia Pet. The, the grass grows as the game All progresses. Year. Yeah, oh exactly. Yeah. I don't even think and they have a lawnmower. 
it gets muddier as the game goes on. Yeah, they, too. They, they like a slow. They yeah. like a slow track. It's like a horse track. They like a slow track. They're mutters. They like. <laughs> they, they got <laughs> bad. states are mutters. Yeah, they're, they're mutters. mutters. Yeah, they like to muck it up. There's no doubt about yeah. that. Uh, for those that aren't aware, Thomas Gable runs the race and sports book at the Borgata, but he is the sharpest, sharpest dude I know when it comes to college hoops. And he does have a Des Moines special today, TG. The floor is yours. Yeah, coming out of the basement in Des Moines here. Love that. Love that. Uh, that lady's working her butt off over yeah. there. She's working these numbers like crazy. <laughs> so Morgan State and Portland, looking at this one, uh, this is an added game there on the schedule, one of the six-digit rotation numbers. Um Portland favored in this. The total, we're going to look at the total here, uh, look at the under in this game. Both of these teams can score, both give up a lot of points, but when you look at their season averages, they're skewed. These teams have played Division three schools and the like. So uh, Portland is on a three-game home winning streak where they average 90 per game. They're led by Moses Wood, who's averaging 15.8 points per game. 7.3 rebounds. He's shooting over 43% from three, and he's also great from the foul line, over 93% from the foul line. Morgan State as a team, though, they can create some turnovers. Um, we're looking at the under when I put this together. It was, you can find 152.5 down to 158.5. It's already dropped to 149.5, so it's getting close to being unplayable, but we were looking at the under on this earlier, but now kind of a Play it at uh, at your own risk at this point. How hard has it been to handicap college basketball with this transfer portal? I oh, mean, some of these difficult. teams haven't yeah. really come together yet. It's going to yeah. take some time. Absolutely. I, I mean, th November is almost like a preseason element for this college basketball, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, the transfer portal just basically transformed what the sport right. really uh, was. So, you know, not only are you looking at you know, the incoming freshman class and who they lost uh, to graduation or to people who turned pro. You know, now you have to look at who uh, who came in and, and transfers. So, you know, there are certainly teams that, you know, benefited from this. Right. Number one being, to me, Texas won the transfer portal. This, Did this they really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so... You know, you've seen teams really kind of leapfrog where they, where you thought they would have been at the end of last season compared to now uh, the beginning of this season. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, as you said, it's 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 tough to to look through that because there there's so many people that moved that just just moved teams, and uh, you you certainly have to. It's a feeling out process early on. Um, I, I know you know. Sharper betters, they love to bet college basketball early in the season because, hey, they may have a better feel than the books, but certainly the books' uh, attention is elsewhere at this point. And, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it, until the market kind of becomes a little bit more efficient, there's, there's certainly opportunity out there on the board for college basketball. Okay, we just have 30 seconds, Thomas. I'm sick to my stomach, though, for a better here at the Borgata. Uh, excuse me, here at the South Point. Somebody just bet 22 grand on Wake catching three. It's three and a half everywhere. Are you three and a half with Wake at Clemson? Yeah, I think we are, yes. Okay. Yep. I, I feel we'll come back and discuss it. This dude that whoever yes. just bet 22 grand catching three, it's up to four now. Thomas, enjoy the day. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you. Thanks, TG. Make sure you educate them, Patrick. I mean, I mean, it's, just, it's unbelievable. Why are you catching three? You could get four. All right, we come yeah. back. We discuss it here, Lombardi line, and we'll run the board as well.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. On a summer night in Paris... American artist Lee Krasner is drifting off to sleep when the phone rings. On the line, news that her husband, Jackson, is dead. Jackson, as in the painter Jackson Pollock. He might, to this day, be the most mythologized figure in American art. But how much of the story that we've been told about him is just that, a myth? On Death of an Artist, season two, Krasner and Pollock, the story about how the art world changed forever, and the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting. Just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, welcomes you to wager on college football today. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any college team. If your team scores a touchdown, you're going to win 200 bucks paid for in free bets right in there to your account at BetMGM. Code is VSEN200. Visit BetMGM.com or download the BetMGM app if you have. A gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, we get you back here, and I want to talk to you about Wake and Clemson. Now, I just glanced at this ticket in the last segment. That's a first-half play, catching three okay. with Wake at Clemson, which isn't very common. So the game, most people have Clemson laying three and a half. First half, you generally split the difference. You generally see that number one and a half, two-ish, maybe two and a half. Yet we're seeing 
Now Clemson jump up the four on the game. This better has Wake catching three in the first half. So I feel much better because yeah. if you were to get a number like three for the game on Wake and everybody else is laying three and a half, that's a huge distinction. Yeah, this is going to be, you know, this is Wake's strength is their offense, right? Clemson's strength is their defense. And so, you know, now it's at three and a half. It was at four. I liked it at four. I like Clemson today. I, I think Clemson can bounce back today. I really do. I, I think Clemson, it's interesting that they are the favorite. But I do think that their defense can stop this Wake offense. And, you know, one thing, one thing I do see with Wake, and I think North Carolina exposed it, is even if you're not a great offense, which I don't think North Carolina is, even with Sam Howe, you can move the ball on Wake's defense. And I think this will be a game where Clemson's offense will look actually better than they've looked all year. And it give them an opportunity to make some plays in this game. So, you know, I think that line's a little light. Plus, I think this is Dabo's, this is the moment that they got to turn their season around. They're 7-3. and three. I think this is, a big, this is a big game for Clemson. And it's a hard place to play, Death Valley. And, by the way, Clemson is still in the mix in the Atlantic there in the ACC if they were to beat Wake today. And then I think Boston College would have to beat Wake. So they're still in the mix. And this is strength on strength, uh, strength on weakness, actually, because Clemson's defense is awesome. Their offense is anemic. Wake's offense is tremendous and explosive, and the defense goes the other way. This is going to be the best defense that Wake faces, although they did play Syracuse, who's got a tremendous defense, and hung, what, 40 on them, and they also hung yeah. 45 on NC State, so they've scored against some of the better defenses. Right, and I think to me, but I think Clemson is playing better. I mean, I know Florida State's not a great team, but they beat them, you know, and I, and I know Louisville's improved tremendously. I mean, Louisville's uh, not a great team they beat them so I think they're kind of gotten a little bit of the rhythm going back again they've scored 30 points against those two teams in the last two weeks in the last two of the last three weeks I'm not going to count the UConn game where they scored 44 because that you know UConn they should beat UConn so to me I feel like since the pit game where they lost by 10 I feel like Clemson's gotten a little bit better total 57 so there you see it uh, as far as Clemson I, I think you make a great point about Dabo and this being, this is essentially Clemson's this season. season. This is what they've been yeah, building this, towards. This is what they have to do. I mean, this, it hasn't been what they wanted. You know, they lose to North Carolina State in overtime. That's not what they wanted. They lose to Pitt in a tough game, you know, and obviously they're 10-0 to Georgia. They couldn't score, which, you know, now that 10-0 score at Georgia doesn't look as bad, does it? No, not at all. Okay, let's get to your official three plays today on this College Football Saturday, Week 12. We'll take a look. You do like Ohio State laying the number hosting Michigan State today. I, I, I do. I like Ohio State. I think, to me, I think the weakness of, of Michigan State's defense will get exposed by a really good passing game of Ohio State. And I think that it's going to be hard for Michigan to keep pace. When your strength is the run game, I think it's hard to keep pace. You know, look, Joey McGuire's taken over the Texas Tech program. They've kind of had some life, right? So, to me, I, I think 10.5 is a little bit too many points to go against Oklahoma State. I'm going to take Texas Tech. I think that, you know, they, they, are, they are showing more progress. McGuire's kind of giving them some life, even though he's not coaching the team. And they feel like, you know, they weren't, you know, when they fired Matt Wells, they weren't a bad team. I mean, let's be honest here. They weren't a horrible team. But I think, to me, what you're seeing out of Texas Tech is I think you're seeing a little bit of life. Plus, they're playing for the coach that they know they're going to play for next year. You know, and 
let's face it, they beat Iowa State last week. I mean, everybody's talking about Iowa State beating Oklahoma, Patrick. Mm -hmm. They beat Iowa State last week. Yep. You know? And so they beat them at home. I think Lubbock's a tough place to play. I think this will be a really good challenge. Getting 10 at home with them, I, I like it. Next one up, Clemson. You just mentioned we you do like it. them. You can now lay three and a half at a couple of books, so you'll take that. I'll take that. I just think this is Clemson. This is, you know, you know, I'm a big believer in Custard last stand games. Yep. You know, and so I, I think this is their last stand. I think this is their moment that they have to shine the brightest. I like Dabo as a coach, and I think they will. Illinois. And then my last play, yeah. my last play is Illinois. Look, Illinois coming off the great win against Minnesota, 14 to six. You know, they lose to Rutgers, 20 to 14. I think it's a lot of points against Iowa, right? They're playing at home. They get Iowa to come in. Iowa's not a great – I don't. Iowa's not a dominating scoring team, a juggernaut. Their offense is, to me, their defense is the strength of their team. I think this could be a defensive battle. Look, I know Illinois' offense is one of the worst in college football. They rank 122nd. But their defense is 35th overall. They've played good defense. They really have. Their relative scoring defense isn't great. It's really good at 28th in the country, and their overall defense is is not great, but their scoring defense, they keep people out of the end zone, and I think that's, that'll keep the score. I think 12's too many points. By the way, did you see who's getting bet in Happy Valley? Rutgers, your state of school. Of course they are. I almost took them today, but, but when Stephen Bond demanded that I give him my four picks, I almost took Rutgers, and I didn't want to jinx them. So the number open Penn State 17, it's all the way down to 14. That is, that's a big move. Two couple I think key numbers. something's going on in Happy Valley. Oh, oh with I, James Franklin, always something going on, dude. That guy is shady. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, that's I think something's editorial. going on. I mean, I, 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 yeah. I don't know if it's shady, but I think there's uncertainty. Oh, I, I can assure you. you I can for. assure you. I think you were looking for uncertainty. My not word, shady. not Michael Lombardi's word. My word yeah, is I can gonna, assure you, know, you, shady. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but you're right. There seems to be uh, some unrest. Uncertainty. Some unrest, yeah. yes. Yeah, that, that, that's even a better word. Yeah, yeah. thank you, Patrick. It's going to be weird. We got through a show, Patrick. Can you believe we got through a show at the Borgata? No, I can't. And you know what else is going to be weird today? When James Franklin is wearing a bunch of SPF on his nose <laughs> in the middle of the winter because he's excited about headed to US, being go, going to USC. Oh. Anyway, I got another one for you, and I think you're going to yeah, like this it. bet. I think you're going to like this bet. So you like Minnesota tomorrow, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do. The a Vikings. Lot, yeah. So I get a point and a half. I took him on Christopher Russo's show yesterday. You did. You know, he again. He did. He again. I love when he says, "You know, Lombardi's doing okay." I mean, I'm five games ahead of him, and I'm just doing okay. But he's doing fine. I I don't understand how this works. <laughs> he's he's. He's quite a uh, storyteller. Anyway, the Vikings are catching a point and a half hosting the Packers. Somebody just came in here just a couple of minutes ago and bet 110 grand to win 100 on the Vikings. I think, look, I, I think this is the Vikings' last stand game. They're, they're getting Harrison Smith back. They get Peterson back. Cousins has thrown the ball really well. they got to win this game. they got to win the home games, right? To me, it, it, it's, this is one of those where I think they, they have to play really well. I took New Orleans yesterday for Christopher Russo in that contest. Now, both tackles for the Saints aren't going to play, but I think Sean Payton's going to find a way to win this game, especially considering he's got Arizona and Buffalo on the docket moving forward. 
We've got plenty to get to tomorrow here on the Lombardi line. I got a couple more games I want to ask you about. Just, uh, just a reminder. Looks like Lamar yeah. Jackson is going to play, but we've seen that number jump back up in Chicago to six. But Michael reported earlier. It does seem like there's an illness. Kind I think of they got the flu through. bug. Yeah. I think they have the flu bug, not not COVID bug, the flu bug, which I think is problematic for you, especially. But no Khalil Mack, right? So no Khalil He's Mack. He's done for in the year. Game. They, Done for the year. So there's no, where's the pass rush going? One thing about Lamar, I mean, coming off of all the rest, I think Lamar will play better. Totally agree. Yep, it is cold and flu season, as you know. Uh, by the way, the uh, do you think this is going to be a, a trap for Michigan? They're at Maryland today. They're laying. I don't. I see 16s popping up. Are you comfortable with that? I, I, I don't. I think Michigan rolls today. I really do. I think Michigan's a different team. I think in the past I would have said yes, but not now. I think they, they like each other. It's a little bit like you had that sense about Atlanta and New England this weekend. You're like, is it a trap game for New England? They're coming off. No, I think New England's team had bought in. I mean, New England's team, they didn't play great. Don't get me wrong. You know, and Atlanta played worse than they ever played. But I think that there are certain times where teams that are all in and under, and have understand it and their coach understands it, they'll come back and, and they, won't have, they won't have that blurb. We're up to 53 in Athens. Would you lay it with Georgia hosting Charleston Southern? <laughs> I wouldn't. I think, I think Carl's right. I think why would you? Why would you want to cover that? If you're Kirby, like, like play your guys a quarter and a half and get the game under control and then let your backups play. He doesn't need style points. He's, he doesn't need style <laughs> points. Nothing. He's in control. Yeah, there's They're not going to beat you. You know, like I, I don't see I, – I agree with Carl. Michael, enjoy your Saturday. We're back at it tomorrow. Uh, a yeah, clean, we'll a clean here, broadcast from the Borgata. How about that? Thankfully, Stephen Bond got a clean broadcast. we got to give credit <laughs> Stephen, for one. Yeah, it's all on Stephen Bond as Dez and Ken shake their heads and pound their fists. Thank you, guys, everybody, for the help. We'll be back tomorrow right here on the Lombardi Line. The pregame show is coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.